This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's wrap it up here with the old mailbag. We, we sent out the signal. We fired off the flares. We sounded the siren. We put the call out to you, the Mad fans, the Pats fans in Pats Nation. What's on your mind? What do you want to know? How can we help you? And here's what we got, Andrew. Real quick before we get yes. to the questions, I need to clarify something because I made a mistake that I should know better than. I trusted Chris Curtis on Twitter um, earlier. He was contacted by the Patriots. I'm guessing the Greg Hill show was discussing Bill Belichick's attendance or uh-huh. lack of attendance at the Combine. He originally tweeted that, Bill was expected to arrive later in the week. He has now updated that to say he was told Bill is not expected to attend the combine. Oh, so Bill Bel- you will not be getting Bill Belichick with the binoculars. You will not be getting a new version of the Belichick popcorn meme. Unless you'll just have to Curtis wait to get it. Sends a different tweet in 10 minutes and corrects his correction. Who knows? Exactly. Like I was going to mention the Chad Graff tweet earlier um, that was quote tweeted saying, the Patriots, uh, I quote tweeted Mike Cadlick, who does a great job at Mike Cadlick uh, for CLNS Media. He said, from at Chad Graff at the NFL Combine, the Patriots' preference at this point would be to address the wide receiver position with a veteran rather than using their first-round pick, 14th overall. Mentions Hopkins and Cooks as potential targets. So then you go to click on that, and said tweet has been deleted. Awesome. Hmm. Awesome. So how about that? Love when things are deleted. Didn't you love that when you quote tweet it, make a thing out of it, start a rhubarb, a hubbub, and a convo, and next thing you know? Um, but I, I stand where I stood earlier. Whether Belichick does or does not go to the combine, not a huge deal for me. He has definitely missed it at times in the past. Um, he can pick and choose what he's doing. I don't know if this implies maybe he and Bill O'Brien are hard at work, you know, retooling the offense and figuring out what they want to be in the the laboratory of Gillette Stadium, whatever it may be. It will be covered. They will know who is at the combine. They will know what type of people they are. They will interview them. Mm-hmm. They will test them. They will see everything. They will know everything. This doesn't mean um, really diddly poo. There you go. So now you know. Uh, and wow. Oh, and look at that. I didn't. How about this? The the uh, well, the Bruins made a trade while we were getting ready to address the mailbag. This is a Patriots podcast. Wow, look at this. They got Tyler Bertuzzi, so they got another forward because Felino's injured as well, and Taylor Hall got a little bit dinged up. See, I love it when a team just says, F it, we're going for it. The Bruins know this is the best chance to get Krejci and Berge a cup to just flat out win the cup because they're an absolute wagon, and now they've extended David Posternock. How do you like that? Wow, what that's po- old news to listeners of the Rich Keefe Show. Rich Keefe Show, it. scoops. Yep, old scoops. What Eight did, uh, for what, the what you, 8 for 88? 
eight, no, eight for 90, as Rich Keefe reported about a week ago when I was on with him. They had negotiated back and forth to up the original number from eight and 88 to eight and 90, 11.25 million per year, as first reported by Scoops Keefe on the night show on WEEI. Well done, Richard. And that's uh, one of the many playgrounds for Andrew and I as we appear uh, opposite each other two nights a week on the Rich Keefe Show. Give him a follow at Rich Keefe Show for all the scoops, all the nonsense, and of course, the hottest segment in Boston sports radio. Grab bag. All right. Grab bag. Back to, and now from one bag to the next, from grab bag, we go to mailbag. Here are your questions. Let's give him some answers. Jay Gibbons, Fitzy, what do you know about Max Edelman, wide receiver roommate guy from Bama? That would be, I know his name is Slade Bolden. I know they played together for a year when Max started. Andy has already given the, please, I'm over this head shake. Everyone thinks he's going to be the new Welka, Dola, Edelmania. Gunna. Gunna, who's always Gunna the next Edelman. Receiver. He couldn't play receiver and actually helped the Patriots win a game last year. Thank you, Gunner. Uh, in 28 catches in 2020 with Mac Jones when they won a national championship. His one touchdown when he was his roommate. We, I know I can do that better for you. Um, was in the national championship against Ohio state. He played in 2021 with Bryce young had 40 catches. I believe three touchdowns 2022, <coughs> excuse me, undrafted free agent goes to the Ravens sports hernia spent the season on IR and released by the Ravens cut short. So he's never really played a pro game. Patriots worked him out earlier this week. Andy, he's got camp body and or Mac. Look, we gave your guy a try written all over him. Yes. Camp body. And I, I don't discount that he could develop because I, I always go back to Julian Edelman sucked when he stepped on the practice field for the first time for the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. But what he had was a special drive, work ethic, everything that went into being uh, Edelman. If Slade Bolden has that, maybe he's a developmental guy in the long run. I just, we fall in love with the white slot receiver here. The fact that he has a tie to Mac Jones is another reason to kind of fall in love with him. The fact that people still say they're missing that. I know Tom Curran's big on, they've been missing that guy, that that quick slot receiver that can get open. And I don't want to discount mm -hmm. Slade Bolden. He played at Alabama. He was a high school Gatorade player of the year as a quarterback. He's athletic. Mm -hmm. He's talented. But... I he don't can play. He, he can play. Well, he can play in high school and college. I don't think he's an NFL option, really. So I, I would look elsewhere. What did uh, Wiggy say the other day uh, on the Greg Hill show? Something out is actually one of the few times where Wiggy said something. It was like, oh, here comes Captain Outrageous just trying to get a click in it with a bad take. He said, you go to a basketball. What do you say? You go to a football field and in Florida, you can find five of him anywhere. Absolutely. More yeah. than that. I would say more than that. <laughs> yeah. So and, um, and we've I wouldn't, been down this I wouldn't road. count on filling the Dola or Edelman Moe, hole in your Jeremy heart. Yeah. Ebert, like, uh, oh, Gallen, these are some like great all, names, some great all, names. And, and people got excited about John Mori. Yeah. Like, okay, relax. It is what yeah. it is. I doubt I, I, per, I'm not 10% uh, chance. He makes the team. We'll leave it at that. Will he ever catch a pass for the Patriots? Uh, in a game that counts? No. Okay. No, I, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Tom, but he's got a great name. Great. No denying he's got a great name. Did I ever tell you, by the way, my dad wanted to name me Slade? What is Slade? Is that like? Like Chris Slade, the last name. You know, I don't no, know I where know it comes from as a first name. Yeah, I don't know. So. All I know is my dad told me when I was, I want to say like 17 or 18. He said, uh, you know, uh, your, your mother picked. A, we settled on Nicholas because that was the name of my paternal grandfather's best friend. But if my, my dad's first choice for a name was Slade. 
And I said, are you serious? Like Chris Slade, like the linebacker? He goes, no, just, you know, Slade Stevens. I thought it made it sound like an action star. So I liked it. It kind of does. It just surprises me at that time in history that outside the box Slade, like, I don't, that's what, that's why I'm a little, nowadays everything is a name. So I, it wouldn't even like, but Slade Stevens in the seventies, it could be a porn star too. I I slayed that girl. Oh, (laughs) all right. All right. Let's not go down that. Brady's girlfriend motorboat road that almost got us canceled a few weeks back. Tom Rowley on Facebook. Could we fleece Josh out of his second round pick for Mac and package it with our first round pick to trade up and get Marcus Stroud? Wow. Impressive, Tom. That's a bold move, right? That's a Slade Bolden move. If ever I heard one Stroud, right? Yeah. Who's Marcus Stroud? Uh, Pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Sorry. Uh, CJ Stroud. Sorry about I that. I don't think that's allowed if cross sports like. No, I know. Oh, he's People a pitcher. He can throw. So You'll understand good. why. Yeah, exactly. And I called him Jordan Addison the other day as well. Um, uh, or Addison Reed. Um, that's not going to happen. But what do you think about that, Andy? Uh, well, it's better than I've heard people trying to speculate. Could you get the the seventh pick in the draft for Mac? Trick Josh into trading you the seventh pick? No. Lol. He's not dumb enough. No. No chance. No. Um, okay, so you say a second round pick. Would he consider that? He might. Because you're getting less value, obviously, for the pick. You took a guy at 15 and you're trading him for a second round pick um, two years later. If he's in love with him and he thinks Mac is the future that's going to be there for a long time, maybe you could. I, I don't, I think Mac is the Patriots quarterback for this year. I, I really do. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I guess we're trying to run him out of town. I know there's smear campaigns and there's propaganda and they're butting heads and all that. I think Mac is going to be the quarterback for this year in New England. I just, I want people to, I went over it the other day in our podcast and I made sure to share it and circulate as much as I can. I'm just, I'm not doing Mac slander. I'm not doing the Mac doubt. It's just like, he's going to be here for this year. They're going to see what they have in him. And if they can improve him, build upon his first year, forget the second year. And then they'll make a decision if they want to pick up his fifth year option by May, 2024. And if not, well, sucks. They spent the 15th overall pick on a quarterback. Other teams have spent higher and I'm not going to go in the wayback machine. I'll just remind everyone Zach Wilson was the second overall pick in the same draft. And he done. And Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers will be quarterbacking the JETS, this F-A-L-L. Josh Orson. People are talking about the growing friction between Bill and Kraft. Okay, I'm not sure who these people are, but okay. Probably Adam um, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen first? Do they trade Swayman or no? Uh, what would happen first? Bill walks or Kraft cans him? Wow. Um, I mean, these are the, be, these are the questions of the fans. It'll be packaged as a uh, walking out that he, you know, Bill decided he, you know, had enough. But there certainly could be some pressure. I don't think there will ever be a flat out firing that is that is posed as a firing by the Patriots. I, I don't think the divorce will end in that ugly nature. But I do think Robert Kraft is taking. Um, is putting more pressure on Bill Belichick and the football operations in recent years, whether it's the collaborative efforts of the draft, whether it's the press release uh, after the season, that there's different examples of Robert is running the team or Robert and or Jonathan. I want to include him in this mix craft. Mm-hmm. Um, they are running the team uh, a little bit differently of late. And whether Bill is a hundred percent on board with that or whether Bill pushed back a little, but can only push back so much when he hasn't won a playoff game and hasn't isn't going to the playoffs. But can you ever envision like Channel Seven, boom, firing in Foxborough, Belichick kicked out? Like I, 
I, I can't see it. No, I, I can't, I, I can't see it either. No, they would have, they would have to, they would have to put it, they, they would give him a chance for a more graceful exit. I don't, I don't think they so would you want to go to Nantucket, him. right? Like now you, you want to go right now, Bill, don't you? And Bill be like, yeah, I was thinking of going to Nantucket. I'll yeah. You know, I just don't have the fire anymore. I just, right. I'm just, it's just not there. I'm just, or the, uh, a, a, a health concern or something. There, there would be a pack, a prepackaged spun reason why it yep. would happen. It's not just going to be like, you know, come October breaking news, like the, rattling the cages of and shaking the very foundation of the NFL, Bill Belichick out as Patriots head coach. I can't see it either. Nope. Jimmy Wetton. Is it true that the confetti at the Super Bowl is shredded concussion studies? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where do you get these people? That, come on. That was worth a little bit of a laugh. <laughs> it's actually yes, it pretty is. funny. It's pretty clever. Yes. hundred percent true, Jimmy. Now I it's mean, actually it's the off season as well. <laughs> yeah. So what are the yeah, and what are the uh, what are the shredded tire parts? Those. Did you uh, see those there was are... a major lawsuit where somebody ruined a river by spilling those tire parts into the river? Ooh, that's terrible. Yeah, and they had to pay millions to clean up the river and like hmm. admit it was like a criminal offense too. It was very strange. Were those tire pieces on a train, and then it derailed? Since we no. se- seem to have a major train derailment every day on our decaying infrastructure. Yeah, trains are not the way to go. No, they used to be. I, I used to be all about get all aboard, and I'm hard past now. Nope. Good call. Nope. Yeah, I think I just stick to my favorite method of transportation, my own two feet. Patrick Williams, pick your poison. Which position of need is best remedied via free agency, and which one best remedied via the draft? Oh, like nice, open, nice open ender for you right there, Hart. What do you got? The position to best be filled in free agency is tackle. Because there are a number, I mean, at least three high-end tackles that you could Jamal from. Warren, Mike McGlinchey, and of course, or the pri- to me, the prize of free agency, Orlando Brown Jr. And I think, I think cornerback might be the best position to target in the draft. Now, I may be swayed by my recent uh, epiphany that cornerback is the biggest need on the roster, but I also think... There's a chance you could get the number one cornerback in the draft at 14. The way things play out in front of you with quarterbacks and tackles and different positions. And if you get the best corner in the draft, that's a that's a pretty good thing for a team that needs corners. I, I agree. And, I, you know, one of my ideas as well is to sign a I was in on and we've and we've bounced around a number of different ways. The Patriots can go about improving tackle, improving receiver and improving cornerback. I like the idea of signing a top end tackle, potentially trading for uh, now, maybe not trading so much for a receiver, maybe draft a receiver and trade for a cornerback. I still think Jalen Ramsey, if he came in here for a couple of years now, why do you and so many others shake your head? He's not cooked. He's too not cooked. He's too much money, too much investment. In I'll take Christian Gonzalez for the next five years. And then what do you do about Jack receiver? Jones. And then who's your receiver? Are you drafting a receiver? Or are you going to no, trade? I can for... use a mid-round pick to get a receiver if I want Cooks or Hopkins or one of those guys. And I'm trading for T. Higgins next offseason. And I'm drafting Zay Flowers when I trade up in the back end of the first round and taking two first-round picks. Woo! <laughs> okay. I you know what? Don't get me started because if this, if this, like if I like I'm doing everything. I want Zay Flowers in the worst way, too, because I liked him at college. Years ago on the radio, John Meter Perel, we were doing a crossover during the holidays. Remember holiday crossovers when we used to have not just you and me covering every show, and there were multiple people in the building? Uh, Meter Perel, we were doing a crossover, and I asked him real quick just a couple of BC things, just to bone up on my local football knowledge, and he told me, he's like, Fitzy, let me tell you right now, 
Zay Flowers has Sunday talent, and he's going to look great in a Patriots uniform one day. I wish I could find the audio, and I was just like so hyped, like, let's go. Let's get this kid now. I'm in, and he's only getting bigger and stronger, and the word is so high on him. I'm doing everything I can to prevent my combine and draft crush because they always get broken. They never come true, and the Patriots do more than just zig when I'm expecting a zag. They zug or they zog. Like they do things that we could never possibly expect. And one of them, I guess you could probably say, you know, talk yourself into them doing the unthinkable and actually taking this kid. I wish I'm just, I'm not allowing myself to get tied to it because I'd love to see it, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. It probably won't. I mean, first of all, there's a legitimate question. Is he, is he really worth the 14th pick in the draft? And I know that's subjective. The, mm -hmm. you know, I would argue for this team, if he is a, Pro Bowl caliber receiver, then yes, he's worth the first, mm -hmm. the 14th pick in the draft. I don't, is he a Hall of Famer, not a Hall of Fame, whatever, all pro. I don't, he's a good playmaker. And I continue to say, rich man's Dion Branch. If you like Dion Branch back in the day, Zay Jones is a rich man's Dion Branch. And a poor man's Antonio Brown, potentially one who also is a bit more psychologically stable. Yeah. We shall end with this one. Uh, it's just a, playing off of what we just asked. Jose Lopez, hey, do you think the Patriots will pursue DeAndre Hopkins? I, I don't know what to make of the Bill O'Brien angle. Like without that information, mm -hmm. without more information on that, does right. D hop? Because I could, my guess would be they could pursue him. My guess is going to be D hop has better options. Not only does it not have to deal with whatever the water under the bridge is with Bill O'Brien, but a better team. Like we joked about it. If the, if the chiefs are looking for a receiver, if the Rams are looking like there might be other options where he feels like there's more stability at quarterback, more stability in the system. I only have a couple years left at high level football. So I'm guessing he's going to have better opportunities than the Patriots. He might, it could be Buffalo could be near, like the giants might make a perfect fit. If you're going to extend Daniel Jones and you're going to figure out something with Saquon and you know, your wide receiver needy after you just are, or it was announced, you're going to dump the baggage. Uh, and the football career corpse of Kenny Galladay, you could use a legitimate wide receiver number one, uh, and D Hop would be a star in New York as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, the days, and I'm sure he does have great respect for Bill Belichick, and I'm sure it's mutual respect. We've mm -hmm. seen it all. Mm -hmm. But the days of you, man. You, you being the veteran landing place for somebody that wants to like, oh, I can play for Bill and I can win. I know Jabril Peppers said it last year, and there's still mm -hmm. some of that feeling, but. The pay, they are what they are. They're a non-playoff team. They're a team that may not have a quarterback. If you're a wide receiver, why would you go to a non-playoff team that doesn't have a quarterback? That sounds like, well, I might as well just call it a career. <laughs> like that's no, it's a va very valid question. It's a very valid question. But if you think there's a chance you could actually make a difference, open up the offense, mend fences with Billy O, I'd be in on it as well. We'll see if the Patriots do decide to address the wide receiver position via the draft, via free agency or via trade. All we know is they need a number one receiver and we appreciate you. The number one fans that tune in on the regular to the six rings and football things podcast. That'll wrap up this edition. We'll be back next week with lots more interest info analysis, perspective takes and such. There'll be an off seasonal positional preview. And of course our next episode will feature Mike do from Patriots.com with wrap up thoughts from the NFL combine for Andy Hart's bouncing head. This is your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens. Good job. Producer, Justin Turp. Thank you to the best fans in football. We'll talk to you soon. As always, like, share, subscribe. Good day. God bless. Go Pats.